Welcome to Hospitality 360 with myself, and I've got this esteemed panel today. I, I just, man, I'm surrounded by some good people today. Wow, it's just amazing to be around Jeff Dreskel, Stephanie Malik, um, one of our new panel hosts that hasn't been on the show before, Alex Eckerson, Brian J. Esposito, and Calvin Stovall. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? Alex did not like that intro. He no, is, no, uh, Alex, he's, he's out. He's out. He's Alex is like done. Come on, you could have gave him a done. little more juice than that. <laughs> he must have. He must have went deep somewhere. I mean, oh, there he is. He's back. Alex is back. There. Alex is back. <laughs> Woo, Alex, thank you for coming back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, there he's gone again. No. Oh no, Jeff's gone Jeff too. Jeff is out. Oh what man, we're losing all the NFL players. It's the NFL, oh, man. <laughs> Now Jeff's not gone. He's he's just resetting right now. He's he's got a quarterback change. You know? <laughs> so, but let me take you guys in. So I'm so excited to announce today that we have a new sponsor, uh, along with SurfRequest as well. So one of our big sponsors is SurfRequest, and then our newest sponsor that we just brought on today is contractors closers and connections um they are one of the most prominent chapters out there um and to tell you guys a little bit about who they are uh they're the most exclusive private networking events for commercial construction and real estate industries with chapters located throughout the southeast uh, the founder here is from Atlanta, and then they have the Nashville chapter, the Orlando chapter, and the Tampa Bay chapter. So thank you, Chris Meyer and the team for coming on board with Hospitality 360. Um, and thank you for the breakfast this morning, Chris, as well. <laughs> so this show, I, I am just amazed that we got to 25 episodes. Um, it is just an amazing, amazing thing to me. Oh my God, somebody's already wishing happy birthday. Not about me. It's always but, about you. Happy <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so, but, you know, thank you. Thank you everyone for wishing me happy birthday today. I really appreciate that. Um, so making 25 is a huge achievement. I, I feel real good. I've been dealt with good people on the show. The show is uh, obviously about all of our panel hosts and all of our listen listeners instead of me. So thank you everyone for getting us to 25 and we look to 50 now. So I kind of want to, before we start, um, if you guys want to just maybe introduce yourselves, maybe in 60 seconds or less, um, why don't you start Jeff first? Hey guys, uh, Jeff Driscoll, currently playing in the NFL for the Houston Texans. I've bounced around the league a little bit in my six years. Um, excited to be on the show. I think this is my fourth or fifth show. I've gotten to, uh, you know, meet so many great people on this show and excited to have one of my good buddies, Alex Erickson, here today uh, for some of his insight as well. So thanks, thanks for having me, Ken. Thank you for being here, Jeff. Stephanie? Um. My name is Stephanie Malik, and I uh, play with Jeff in the NFL. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Stephanie Malik, S. Malik Enterprises, um, business consulting, crisis expertise. And thank you, Ken, for inviting us on the show. 
I don't think I've ever seen you nervous, Stephanie. Don't be nervous. I'm, ter I'm terrified. I'm not nervous. I'm terrified. <laughs> Please. No, Brian's don't like, That is not nervous. That is not. Stephanie Malik is never nervous. Even she might look a little bit nervous, but she's never, ever nervous. No. Stephanie Malik did trains, planes, and automobiles to make the show on time. So Stephanie Malik is dying right now, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep going. Alex. Hey, guys. Glad to be here. Um, similar to Jeff, going to my sixth year of the NFL. Uh, played five in Cincinnati. I was down in Houston with Jeff for a little bit. Now I'm in uh, Carolina. So excited to be on the show. Excited to share a little bit of my stuff and uh, look forward to it. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Brian? All right. How's everybody doing? Brian Esposito, CEO and founder of Esposito Intellectual Enterprises. It's a holding company that currently consists of over 75 different entities, over 150 joint ventures around the world, and operating over 25 different industries. I'm honored to be brought into the EV Hotel Group and leading as head of strategy and assisting uh, with chief um, investment officer as well. So looking forward to a great show with everybody. Brian, I don't know how you do it every week with you. You don't miss a word. <laughs> You don't miss a word. So yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad, but yeah. No, that's great. Not even good or bad. That's great. <laughs> Calvin? Uh, Calvin Stovall, president with EV Hotel, um, about 25 years in hotel experience, uh, former executive with Hilton Worldwide, um, also worked with St. Jude and some other nonprofit organizations as well. Um, keynote speaker, trainer, author, and um, just excited to be here, Ken. Happy birthday, brother. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, um, I'm, I'm hoping later on tonight it'll be iconic. Uh, it will be. This is the 25th one. It is iconic. It's the silver yeah. anniversary, man. That's right. It's awesome, that's dude. It. That's but it. Congratulations. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's to everybody. Um, I'm just the guy on the show. That's it. Everybody else is the rock star. So appreciate everyone. So uh, I'll start off with a question. Um, and kind of the mindset question is, this is for everyone, is what's your entrepreneur mindset for the week? Um, I'll set, and I know everyone here is an entrepreneur, so uh, start with Jeff. Yeah, my mindset is that uh, we all get 24 hours um, every day, and we get to pick how we use them. Um, I think if you're just using your nine to five or however long you have to be working, as much as you're working, you're not going to be successful. So uh, my mindset is just uh, use my time effectively and efficiently. Thank you, Jeff. Great mindset. Stephanie? I would say infinite. Um, I think, like Jeff just said, you know, and I know Brian believes this wholeheartedly, you know, time is our most precious commodity, but also to not getting so packed in. Like I was in New York this entire week, Ken, and um, a lot of things went really, really well. And a lot of things didn't go well. And it was actually really interesting because if you take a step back and you were just able to just very quickly pivot, um, all of those things that really didn't go well actually turned out to be just fine, whether a new relationship, whether it just, um, you know, a new business model or somebody else that you were just able to impact or give back to. So I think just keeping your mind really open to the possibilities of who you may be able to meet, inspire and impact. That's beautiful. I like that too. Um, Alex? Those are great. Um, for me, it's about the growth mindset, just constantly improving, uh, whether it be my schedule, uh, the workouts, um, you know, my preparation throughout the week, just 
how can I fine tune it every week? How can I continue to grow and um, just use everything as a learning opportunity um, and just really just try to try to improve every single day. That's phenomenal. Good. Uh, Brian? For me, it's a constant uh, same. It's momentum. I, I love having momentum behind everything that we do or that we're involved in. It doesn't have to be a home run every time. Uh, we'll appreciate those little victories. They mean a lot. Uh, and everything, you know, happens for a reason. Uh, Stephanie, some of those things that you f- you felt may not have been so good. Well, that's the universe telling you that that's not the right thing or the right time. And, you know, you just keep moving forward. So for me, it's always momentum. That's so important to, to everything that we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Phenomenal. I think, Brian, even before I met you, I don't think I ever knew time was a commodity till I met you. It is. So. I'm telling you that and water. Be careful. Those are going to be <laughs> the two, two most <laughs> precious ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I always think of that. Every time I see your thing on LinkedIn, I'm like, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Calvin? Uh, I, would, I would probably say quality over quantity. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. just a lot of stuff coming in. Um, and you just have to make sure that you're focusing on the right thing. So I, I, I'm, I'm one to want to make sure that I deliver and meet people's or exceed people's expectations. So I try not to take on more than I could chew. Um, so just balancing that because, I mean, we could do a lot of things, but it's really what your output is, is what's most important. I think reputation is important. And um, so I want to make sure whatever it is I do, I do it with excellence. So yeah. um, I just want to be, I just want to be the best that I could be. So I'm just going to be careful and balance myself really well. Right. I agree. I mean, and mine is, I, I said it on a show that I actually was on earlier today and I told them the exact same thing I believe in every day is as long as I surround myself with good people, I, I will never fail, you know, and I can never do anything myself by myself, I should say. Right. right. Um, it has to be surrounded by good people and, that's what I truly believe to be a great entrepreneur. You can never do anything by yourself. You right. have to have a great team. So it's kind of where we are, but so let's start out. Um, I'm going to take you straight right to it uh, with <laughs> the mint house. Um, I truly think this concept, I, I looked at this concept um, with, it being a tech residency, a tech-enabled residency, uh, they've got tremendous openings happening, 3,000 units in 30 markets, smart workplaces, smart rooms, the fitness mirror that I truly love. Um, I actually have three in my house. So all powered by tech. Um, what they're saying that they're going to be smarter than a hotel and what I am going to tell them, you're smarter than a hotel, but you're not smarter than an EV hotel. <laughs> so I think it's it's a phenomenal idea. I like what they're doing. Um, they've raised a lot to get to what they need to be doing into these 30 markets in a very short time frame. Um, it kind of reminds me of what we're doing. And it almost guides me better to know that this is being done, that what my ideas and obviously the vision and everybody surrounded to that idea, um, we're, we're obviously just starting and gear up for a very successful venture. So I'll go to Jeff first. What you, what did you think of the mint house and maybe what your thoughts are on it? 
Yeah, well, my first thought is uh, no wonder you're so jacked up having three of those fitness mirrors, you know, everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I mean, I think it validates, you know, what what we're trying to do, what the vision is, that uh, there's people out there, um, you know, whether it's institutional money or individuals who who also see your vision and are willing to invest in that vision. Um, But it's also encouraging from EV standpoint that. there's an opportunity to, to do it at the highest level. Um, but yeah, I mean, it validates, um, you know, what we're doing and it validates that there really is a need and that people out there, you know, want what we're trying to deliver. So mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to, to do it at the best, um, at the highest level. Yeah. And we appreciate all your support as well, Jeff. Uh, Stephanie. I agree. Um, I I had the opportunity to meet with several brands this week in in New York. And when you sent this over, Ken, and just looking at it, it was really addressing all the things that the um, that the the, you know, general managers and even the boards are talking about um, really innovation, really kind of smart. How are we different? What's new? What's better? And I think I mean, from a from a from a validation perspective, that's awesome. I didn't specifically need to be validated because I believed in the brand from the very beginning of you presenting it. Um, But for me, it was awesome because so many people are doing it. Um, I just think that we can do it better. So I thought that was phenomenal that we actually had a second piece of evidence. Yeah, I know. I I felt really good. I think I called Brian yesterday and I was like a little bit nervous. And then I kind of assured myself. Yeah. I, I always I feel like I sometimes have to assure myself by when I see things like this that I'm like, am I doing the right thing or I'm not? But I'm so confident about it, right? And right. I'm very confident, but sometimes you just need that little kick. And I felt like this this did get me that little kick. So. And when you called Brian and you were freaking out, did Brian give you the super calm volume two monotone? You got this, Ken. <laughs> I know it. It sounds like I'm always listening to that yoga. I know. Um, <laughs> Zen Brian. Zen he's like Brian. he's like he's yeah. like a baby Yoda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I hang up the phone, I scream like right. murderer. And he, and he flips tables over, and he's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. No, but Brian's awesome. I, I think Brian listens to me all the time, and maybe he's like, "Man, this guy's getting a little bit too nervous." <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll return. Uh, the, I'll Alex? return the favor soon. Yeah. <laughs> We all need a friend like you, Brian, the calm, yeah. cool, collected yeah. guy, man. That's Thanks, true. Alex. Um, so I'll give you Brian's number. If everybody's ready, grab a pen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's pretty cool. I, um, you know, I'm new to all this stuff, and the more research I do, the the more demand you see for it, and um, I think that's really encouraging. Um, you know, just reading this article and all the stuff that they're doing and stuff like that, I think it's pretty cool and. Um, yeah, I think it's, it should help the confidence and really encourage you, um, that, you know, you should be confident in this plan. Thank you, Alex. Brian. Well said, uh, everything's timing. I said that a few minutes ago. So you know, the market is right for this. This validates the market. Uh, we work, had the, we live, we work, we play model. It, mm-hmm. did, not, it did not work. Mm-hmm. They had to completely regroup. They also had a uh, an interesting CEO and founder, um, you know, put it nicely. Uh, but SoftBank, you know, they, they committed to their investment and you know, they they went public and had a SPAC, great SPAC uh, success last week. So the market's awesome for this, Ken. And what you've built and what you've designed and what we're putting out into the market is exciting. We want the entire hospitality space to elevate itself and enhance itself. 
uh, and we're part of that journey. So uh, I think this will tremendously help any capital requirements EV needs and any potential investors that want to jump in. You know, we're, we're part of a, of a thriving market right now. Absolutely, Brian. I, I definitely agree with just everything you said there. So, and, you know, the more and more people like yourself that has, has done a lot of these ventures over years can see it, then I truly believe that more and more people will see it. So, mm-hmm. uh, Calvin? Yeah, I, I, I agree with that, what everybody said. I mean, it's just, it just, it just validated what, we're, what the, the track we're on. And um, just seeing what they were doing, I, I did read. I read through the whole article, and I loved, you know, all of the technology. And at first, I was a little nervous because at first they just talked about the rooms. They had like it sounded like it was going to be something like a homeless suites. And then I read, I kept going. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's nothing but a homewood. And then I was like, oh, okay, they got the technology involved. So that 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 part of it, it I was glad to see that. And and like everybody else on the panel said. It's good to know that you're on the right track, you know. And I know sometimes when you see somebody that's out there a little bit before you, you get a little bit like, oh no, they kind of beat me to the punch. But all it does is help lay the foundation, you know, and get started. And then you come in and layer on top of that, and then you just kill it. So um, I'm I'm excited. But I did like how they said they got something new with something familiar, and that's really something, you know. That's I just love that little, you know, because people want things that are familiar. They like technology. But they also want to feel like they're in a space where they can feel comfortable and they're used to doing it. So yeah. I just think that um, um, they're on the right track. And so are we. It's all good. It's room for all of us. Exactly. We're going to be the best. And that's yeah, the- I, I'm, I'm planning to make a reservation at the Mint House pretty soon. Hopefully they're not watching this show because I don't think. <laughs> you don't want to give too much. <laughs> not too no. much. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know if they'll let me stay over there, but I'm I'm planning. I'm planning. So <laughs> they, might have a picture, they might have a picture you can <laughs> not let this guy stay. That check in, that check in, like this. Yeah, they put my picture right in. It's like right on their text showing up blacklist. They'll put, put you put you they'll put you in an escape room style room. I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys. That was great. Um yeah, I mean, I, I think they they're doing a phenomenal job with it. Um, uh, I think they've got to the point that they are right when they say we're smarter than a hotel. That's the current stage the industry's in right now. Um, we want to change it, and that's why we have a lot of the IPs that we're working with, and a lot of the items with DV Hotel being a tech and crypto hotel brand. So. You know, we'll we'll strive. We'll keep striving. We won't stop. So we'll get there, Mint House. We'll be right behind you. Don't mm-hmm. worry. <laughs> so let me take you guys to the next piece here. Um, and I'm sure Alex and Jeff will definitely <laughs> come in. Um, I don't know. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is really a fan of hotel beds to say that this is what's going on. But you know, I'm glad that he didn't lose the game because of that hotel bed. But he said he had a sore back um, and he wanted to give a big shout out to the chiropractors. So, <laughs> you know, I I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, I, I, I would suggest that you try the EV hotel maybe in the future. We're going to have some nice beds. So, but I'll go to Jeff. Jeff, my question for you here is that, do you agree with Aaron Rodgers? Are the beds that bad, or is, did he just pick the wrong hotel? 
Yeah, I mean, it's funny when we travel on the road or even when we're, um, you know, at home, NFL teams typically are staying in hotels. And the first question that you ask at breakfast the next day is typically, how did you sleep? And, you know, half the guys are saying, oh, like, why do we have to stay in these hotels? You know, I, I slept horribly. I wish I could just sleep in my bed. Um, so, I mean, that just shows that, you know, people want to have access to what they have at home. Um, and that's a comfortable bed, a comfortable environment. And, uh, you know, the technology to match it. You know, he didn't get into the technology aspect of it. But uh, what he was trying to say was, you know, I want my bed to feel like the bed that I sleep at home. So that's kind of what I saw from that. Yeah, exactly. I, I think and everybody enjoys their bed at home because it's more expensive than the one in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, Stephanie? So this is actually really interesting just because before COVID, I was, you know, on the road like 40 weeks a year. So um, and, I, and I'm already a, a, not a great sleeper. So I thought it was really interesting. I met with, uh, I think it was, I, I'm almost positive it was a Weston brand in um, in UK. And they were saying that that's actually why they got the suite of service products that they have for the hotel because their beds were so good. So I think they came out with like the heavenly bed. I think yep. it was called yep. the heaven. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and so, and then you could order it from the, the big the kind of, yeah, from the hotel. Yep. And then it could be at your house within the week. Yep. Um, and then you could do the sheets and you could do the pillowcases and you could do the whole entire motif. Um, and then ducks started doing it as well. And I think that that was, you know, the very high, the higher end brand, the Rosewoods and things like that. Um, Amon, mm -hmm. I believe. Um, and they were saying, Hey, you're going to love it here so much that we're going to make it so easy for you to order exactly what you slept in and have it sent to your, into your home. And so they kind of flipped the switch on yours is great, but come check out ours is better. And it was so interesting because I was looking at their revenue models and their revenue models were insane of how much money they made from these beds um, or these pillows or, you know, the branded um, frate sheets and all the other things that they had. Uh, so it was really interesting when I saw this article about Aaron Rodgers because I was wondering, I mean, I was wondering what, what he sleeps on at home. And then I was <laughs> obviously wondering. We all are. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and and so I, I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time sleeping even when the bed is the the best. So I don't really have a giant say when it's bad, the bed's bad. I have a lot to say. Right. I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's kind of, I, I know the inside information on these beds and hotels, but I don't know legally if I'm allowed to say it, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Ask Brian um, to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. Just text, text me and I'll just text say Brian. It. He'll say it. <laughs> uh alex yeah like jeff said we we stay in a hotel uh the night before a game home or away and you know the home games you know you typically got eight home games in a year so you're usually sleeping in the same room for those eight games so you kind of get accustomed to the home games but the road game you're at the mercy of whatever room you get when you get there um so it's a weird concept because you think you'd want your best night's sleep before the game and being at home, you'd want to sleep in your own bed for that. But on the road, you know, you have to stay in a hotel. Um, so, yeah, I think the, you know, whether you're on the road to play a football game or an important business meeting, right, you want a good night's sleep before that meeting or for that game. And how do you do that? You know, you get the right mattress and um, get to the preference that you want. So there's definitely a need for that, uh, having the right mattress before your meeting, before your, your game to, to maximize your sleep because – you know, as athletes and um, 
you know, whatever you're doing, that's the most important time for recovery and more important time to refresh your mind is getting a good night's rest. So uh, there's definitely a demand for that. And um, so, yeah, the bed is, is very important at, at a hotel. So, Alex, let me ask you a question. What's the best bed you've slept on at a hotel? Oh, man. Um, Put I, you on the spot right now. Yeah. I mean, I like a firm mattress. So if it's a firm mattress, you know, I can sleep pretty good. Uh, but I can't I can't think of a particular particular hotel that I slept at that I was like, man, this I got to get this mattress. <laughs> oh, wow. Mattress? <laughs> I, I was hoping you were going to say the Super <laughs> 8 or the Days In or something, you know? <laughs> uh, Brian? Yeah, once again, I always get surprised what gets news. So I assume Aaron Rodgers is coming out with a mattress brand. That's <laughs> <laughs> So, but I've, I've traveled with the best of them. I'm not a professional athlete, but I've been all over the world. And, and I have woken up with my neck out because of a bad, a bad mattress or a bad pillows. And I actually know going into that night's sleep, I'll just sleep on the floor because I'm going to be all jacked up in the morning from, from this bed. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, uh, it's, it's a reality, but what, what the hell are you going to do? If you got to stay in a hotel and you're going to get a bed, that, you, you get what you get. I don't know how you, how, how you change that. Um, besides traveling with the mattress topper, which is going to add a, a lot of weight to your travel. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. For sure. Right. Uh, but I think, I think that's another thing why people are flocking to the Airbnbs and the VRBOs of the world where they know they're going to get uh, possibly a little better experience, better quality of uh, mm -hmm. sheets, pillows. They know it's going to be clean properly because that company's just run like, like, like a machine. So. Um, you know, again, every time there's a problem, it pushes companies or hospitality to, to look at that problem and, and find a solution and listen to people, especially if they're a tremendous professional athlete like Aaron is. Yeah. Beat me to the punch with the Airbnb. You just dropped it in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Can, we edit, can uh, we edit it? We'll edit it. <laughs> edit it out. Give that back to Ken. Here you go. <laughs> Uh, Calvin. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with Brian. I'm, su I'm surprised it was even in the news, but I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I hope he sleeps very crappy because obviously <laughs> he slept well when he kicked our bear, my bear's ass a couple of weeks ago, he must've stayed in a very nice bed. That's all I, <laughs> so I hope he doesn't sleep well at the next game. No, I'm just, I'm just playing. I, I hate when people don't get good sleep, man. It, it matters. Your health, it helps you think better and all of that. So um, it's an, a very important part of the experience. So when it's, when it's a crappy, crappy bed, man, it's just, it's just bad all together, man. So, I mean, I really don't have much to add to, to other comments, but again, uh, it's, it's, it surprises me that that was even in an article. <laughs> just I I know I know it was kind of crazy when I when I got it over to me and uh, I was like I'm not usually on ESPN a lot and I didn't see this so where did this come from? But I was like, yeah, like Brian uh, said, there's probably an announcement coming. Yeah, none yeah. of us know about yeah. you know, <laughs> mattress firm. You get a free football from Aaron Rodgers. Fine, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so my thought in this and give you guys a little bit of a secret of the hotel business here is the mattresses usually do not get changed. And what I mean from a new vendor for a long time, and each brand has about three or four vendors that they only order from. And then every quarter they flip the mattress. So 
that's why you're getting a different mattress almost every quarter, but it's not a physical different mattress. It's just they turn the mattress. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why Aaron Rodgers' back was really hurting because the side they turned it on <laughs> wasn't the good side. <laughs> that was probably the broken side. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why his back was hurting. <laughs> but hey, I like the. I like the. That's a good thought. I mean, because they do. They. We're supposed yeah, to I. I well, you know, five years, I think. And, right. You know this, Calvin, is that when they keep turning those mattresses, right? Yep. Um, they don't know which side is bad. Exactly. So they don't know which side is bad, so they're not really discarding that mattress. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about capital. Usually hoteliers are like, we're not spending the money on the mattress because they have to buy this mattress that actually costs almost 60% higher than mm-hmm. they would actually went out and bought it because mm-hmm. of the brand compliances. So yep. it is what it is. It's the mattress conversation we're having right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, you know, I, I say this is that if you don't like the mattress, it's just like what Brian was saying is roll with Airbnb um, and you can probably stay at an Airbnb or the best option possible is when the EV hotel opens. So once again, that's right. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> once again, but so let me take it to this. Um, what I find so interesting is this Travago relationship. Um I didn't see this coming, but I felt like Travago was going to do something big. And this is something big. Howie, I'm, I'm apologize if I'm saying the name right, yeah. but Howie is the Yahweh. 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 Howie's fine. Let's just rebrand it Howie. Howie, right. there you go. Howie. And then Howie Mandela will be on the next show. <laughs> <laughs> so. Howie, Howie, whatever we want to call it, is the third largest uh, smartphone brand behind Apple and Samsung. And for me, and I don't know if people know, so the official launch is today. (laughs) That is the official launch date for this. Um, And right here with this, on Expedia, it's even going to say it's going to be powered by Travago. Um, well, we ha- they're going to develop travel products. For me, the question here, and it's a very big question, is Expedia in trouble? Um, I don't know if they're in trouble, but I, I would say this is a very big ordeal, right? This is a very big ordeal, but they did say that they're not going to interrupt with the compliances of the U.S. regulators because mm-hmm. of how they felt those things. I think this was back in Trump's days um, on how he felt with this company and, you know, the China happenings there. But I'll go to somebody that's very familiar with Travago, and that's Brian. Brian, I know you probably have a lot to say about this. A, a little bit. Brian, uh, Brian, can you tell us about Travago and Howie? And I Howie, just want you to Yow- say that. Is it, is it <laughs> Howie? Uh, so, uh, Travago's new CEO, Alex Heffer, dynamite gentleman in the class act. We've had some great conversations and we have some interesting projects being discussed there. 
uh, love the move. Um, again, a third, third biggest cell phone manufacturer in the world. You're still going to need people to click on that Trivago app. It's going to become pre-installed on Yahweh devices. So you want, I'm sure it's going to be on the main screen or somewhere where it's, where it has a, a strong presence. And, you know, they're, they're going to be putting their own hotel inventory there to be listed. And also they're going to get paid off of anybody that's booking through Expedia or any other, um, booking agency. So, yeah, they, they, they put together a powerful relationship and it's all about that metadata that you have two very strong companies that are know how to utilize data to enhance the customer's experience, how to make money uh, and how to convert. Uh, so love the move. Uh, Axel is, yeah, I don't know if, it, I don't want to say Expedia is in trouble because when they're that big, you can always make money and maneuver, but through experience, I don't appreciate the way Expedia works with um you know startup or innovation type uh companies they're you know they're they're very content from my experience they don't look to do things differently they don't look to bring on new opportunities they'll acquire companies for that for that revenue uh, and that and that customer base but what trivago is doing you know, they're changing the game and like we are and we hope everybody follows us uh, and i expect the other uh, booking companies to follow trivago's lead here yeah, and I, I agree with you, Brian, because um, exactly what you said about Expedia, I've already experienced it uh, by them laying a proposal. And I said, what are you, crazy? <laughs> I said, are you out of your mind? Like, no way, 70% of the company? No way, that's not happening. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, I don't think they don't want to work with anyone. Um, that's been proven. And I mean, I, I shouldn't say they don't want to work with anybody, but I mean, it's just very hard to work with Expedia. Um, and I did, I have found it that like Kayak and Trivago, I think they are going to do more and more uh, with Kayak just acquiring the their first hotel in Miami back in February of this year from Lifehouse Hospitality. But I do see in the works down the road that Expedia will end up doing their own hotel brand. Mm. Don't know when that will happen, but I see sooner than later, they've brought in executives from Verizon and Apple, and they changed those executives from the previous hand. So we'll see. I, I think this is going to be a big play, but I, I'm very happy for Trivago was able to pull this off. Um, and even that Expedia is going to have to, Put that is powered by Trivago, so that's even a bigger play for Trivago. So, uh, Calvin, oh, I just I agree with you guys. I just think it's a great a great opportunity for Trivago. I mean, it's going to help their brand brand awareness. Um, you know, they can get revenue from it. Um, I just think it's a it's a great move. And like you say, we're, we're we're disrupting the industry, and they're doing something disruptive as well. So I just I just say kudos to them for trying something new and. And working with a new partner, I just think it's going to be, they're going to be quite successful at it. Uh, and yeah. I, I don't think Expedia is in trouble. I don't. I mean, mm -hmm. I think they'll, they'll find a way uh, to continue to, to keep moving forward. But um, I just think it's a good move for Trivago. I really thought yeah. it was And I would, I would even say, we all know Expedia is never going to be in trouble, right? With the, right, right. With the yeah. capital that they're rolling around no. with. But, well, <laughs> but they, I, did, they, they did price them out of the China market, though. They can't operate this plan in China because of right. the US, exactly. US exactly. So. exactly. Yep. 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 Yeah. I mean, it's going to take 
It's going to take a little bit to probably get used to how Travago is going to play this whole thing out. Um, but I feel like they're going to do really well with this. I, I just have a real good feeling about this, just like as the good feeling about uh, back in MasterCard with the crypto relationship that happened there. So mm -hmm. right here in my backyard, Alpharetta, Georgia. So good friends of mine, too. So I'm so happy for them. So I wanted to give that shout out to them. Uh, Stephanie? So I, 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 you know, I, I want to find something to fight about with you guys, but I never get any opportunity for that because you guys, we all are so hugely aligned. Um, I think Expedia is is arrogant and I think they're complacent, um, but I don't think they're going to go away. I'm hoping with a new inflection of talent that they've gotten, that really strong leaders that have come in, I'm hoping that they change their, you know, tonality towards better type partnerships um, for, for the community. Um, more so than anything, I hope that they become stronger players, meaning stronger advocates and partnering. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of Expedia. Um, if they're listening, I know I said that, so uh, sue me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I agree with you, Stephanie, is it's times have to change. And, you know, hopefully we can make some changes to make that happen, even in hospitality. Jeff. I just think you get, I think you get so much more out of partnering and out of strategy mm -hmm. and be, having strategic alliances. And I think there's room for everyone in the game, especially if they're the same, if, if they're high, you know, huge alignment. Um, I think you can do more around partnering and I think you can do more around sharing and, and making people better. And typically they haven't played very nice in the sandbox. Yeah, they haven't had a strategic partnership of any, any sort. I don't even know if people know that they owned a software called Alice in mm -hmm. hospitality. Right. 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 And they just gave that up this year. And I know what the play is there, but you know, I had a discussion with our legal one time and they said, don't you ever say it. And I'm like, I won't. <laughs> so, you know, I'll keep my mouth shut on that one. Uh, well, but I won't keep my mouth shut. Stop buying the travel protection BS. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm going yes. to see you. Hey, yes. can you text Brian? He'll say it. That is the biggest <laughs> you, scam Brian. I've ever seen it in my is, life. Yes. It yes, is. yes. Yes. It's like a late checkout fee. But it doesn't doesn't I'm from I'm a victim of it. It's right. bullshit. Sorry. So, it is, so, it is so, yeah. you cannot get your money back. You they, they right. spin you in circles and they have all right. these different loopholes in there. It's it's not real. So that's, no, so that's no. the thing. Like, let's talk about that really quick, because I think that is so important. We get that on everything now, every train ticket, every airplane ticket, yeah, every hotel, yeah. every single thing. <clears throat> it's generally the, the same insurance company that, that we all know. Brian, do you want to say that insurance company too? <laughs> not um, right now <laughs> great we may um, work with them i don't want to blame the insurance yeah, company. exactly i want to exactly. blame expedia that's what right. i want to blame and so you has anybody ever i mean i don't know if anybody's ever used it i have used it um i have adult children that travel all the time and so they have accidentally on my credit card because they were trying to be safe and they were trying to be like do the right thing they've bought this travel insurance we've had a couple times where they've actually needed to use it like i mean like a, you know serious things like um, you know, death in the family or a car accident or just something significant. Not one time has any money ever come back, no matter what. Has anyone had a different experience? Nope. Well, I, I could tell you this. Buy it. I never buy it. So I, I can't. Yeah, I, I was just going to say the same thing. I've never in my life ever purchases. Yeah. Right. Uh, my wife. So, Brian, saying, just you and me. 
We're still growing, Stephanie. Yeah, we're, 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 bound to evolve, make, we're bound to make mistakes here and there. But I won't do it again. So let that Never. be known. Never. Learn from your mistakes. Oh, don't worry. You guys aren't the only ones. Um, no, and they tell you exactly it. how many millions bought it on this. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. right. My wife and her family Amazing. always buy it. They're like, oh, what if something happens? What if this happens? Then you're on the phone for 12 hours getting nowhere. So tell yeah, them. Exactly. That's, That's what, what happens. happens. Here, let me show you the plan. 15 hours of hell. There you go. So, but uh, thank you guys. So, Jeff? Yeah, this that question was just so far out of my league that I'm just going to go ahead and wait for the next one. So, I think everybody else, everybody else already hit it on the head. So you, you can hit me with that. Uh, Alex, you want to pass that one too? Yeah, I'll pass that one to you. <laughs> Jeff passes it to Alex, so we're all I just, good. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, there you go. There you go. He's going to run that new house. Right. Alex, I just want to know if you snored hotel rooms. That's what I want to know. snore? <laughs> yeah. In hotel rooms. I oh, probably do. <laughs> I, I, I'd probably tell you that Brian kind of got that one really clean because he said – Jeff passed it to Alex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a quarterback to wide receiver. Brian just snuck well, that one right we in. We got a couple. We got a couple. One today. Nothing gets past you. <laughs> so, oh, we do we have a question here? I wonder if a super apps like Allpay in Asia will emerge in the U.S., where you have a bunch of all-in-one function, yeah. including travel. Do you guys know of this app? Like, it's Alipay. 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 Yeah. Well, same oh, thing. Yeah. Same thing with WeChat. That's why Ali mm -hmm. uh, created it. Everybody uses WeChat for not just your communication in Asia, but also paying for everything. So it's yeah, exactly. I I actually it's funny you say that. That I ran across. I mean, I knew about WeChat. And then someone showed it to me exactly how it worked, and I was like, "This is phenomenal." Yeah. You know. So, but yeah. So taking us to our next piece here, I you know what I find this that. And I've, I've said this for a while, where hotels are so behind. Here we are. Delta is now even ahead of the game right here in Atlanta, Georgia, um, obviously being a Delta hub as well. They developed this with a partnership with TSA. Uh, for you to utilize this, you have to be a Delta Sky Rewards member and be part of the pre-check-in to use it too. And – it's been several years in the works of this. Um, and the speed is the name of the game. This pretty much starts out as your experience where you kind of walk into the double doors, you do your pre-check-in stuff, and you kind of do their, uh, I think it's, what is that, the facial facial aspect of the technology, and then you put your hand back in the conveyor belt, and you go to the security gate. I think this is great. I think what they've done here is very revolutionary. Even I believe, I don't know if it's available in Detroit yet, but I no, thought in the article it said it was going to be available in Detroit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this kind of just really tells me that the airlines already had the pre-check in before hotels. Now we've got this before hotels. This is almost like compare it to the digital key. Right. They just went and redid the digital key in a way for airlines. So, I mean, how far are we going to keep going back for hotels? I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out is that 
we're just so far behind with hotels. And I'm only comparing this to hotels because I always compare airlines to hotels with innovations. But I'll go to Stephanie first. I know you travel a lot. I know everyone here does. Brian travels a lot. Calvin are great NFL players as well. But I'll go to you first, Stephanie. And what do you think about this? Do you think this is going to really work? So I think for certain markets, it will work. And I think for certain brands, it will work. Um, I don't necessarily think it'll work for um, all luxury brands. I think that there are too many components to it. Um, I just, I was, again, I was traveling in New York this week and I was just seeing the different people that were checking into the hotels and everybody was checking in with an issue. So everybody needed an early check-in. Everybody needed a late checkout. People needed certain technology in their rooms. I'm not quite sure how this would work for um, a higher end brand um, unless it was just a straight, like just like literally just a straight check-in. Um, I, I really want to hear more. I want to learn more and I want to understand how it would be and, and what are the different components that, that could be added into it. Thank you, Stephanie. I think um, so. One of the things I could probably tell you is that even on the Delta piece is that their partnership with TSA, they actually thought about this for a while. So we'll obviously see how it all plays out. Right. Um, Brian. Uh, yeah, I, th I think this will compete with the likes of clear, if I'm not mistaken on how I'm reading that for the ability to easily check in and go through mm -hmm. security. So uh, I, I get concerned when private companies, I don't think clear is public. I may be wrong, but I don't like when private companies don't have the opportunity to balance the playing field, especially in government or, um, you know, very protected or regulated areas like an airport. Uh, I get very concerned on privacy issues uh, with certain things like this. And every time there's a, an update or a, our lives become a little bit more uh, technological, technologically advanced, we lose a lot of privacy. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, those are the things I get concerned about, especially if these, um, these uh, uh, um, commercial airline brands are working with TSA and they're not inviting the likes of a clear in, into that yes. conversation. So that's, uh, it's great. You know, it's great for security. It's great for comfort. It's great for ease of use to go into an airport and, and, and have the best experience possible. Um, you know, Ken, when you say it's uh, hotels haven't adopted to this, there's a lot less airports than there are hotels. So then it, it's, just, it's, it's not an easy task, but like what we're doing with EV, it's a much easier task when you do it from the ground up rather than going back and trying to fix or, or update your entire system. Uh, so my major concern is private companies not being able to participate and also privacy. Yeah, and I, I would even add on to that, Brian. I think for my play, I looked at a revenue standpoint, right? I looked at a loyalty program like the Delta Sky Rewards, right? This is where if people in the article, they do say that, you know, there's an option to use clear, right? And then that's where I thought, I'm like, is this the way for Delta to grab those clear customers? That's what I was and, thinking as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's where, you know, they're they're building a bigger rewards program, bigger loyalty base right there. So, and that's what I thought they're really, I mean, the end result here, what I think is they're trying to put clear out of business. <laughs> I, I, I thought right. so too, but I, I, you know, I would love much more love the model like T-Mobile does where you get a Netflix subscription for free. Like you could still 
companies can still work together and to move people mm-hmm. through that building as good, uh, correctly and quickly as possible. But I, I don't like the, yeah. what I'm feeling from that article at all. Brian, you insult me. I have Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have Verizon too, but I just don't see mobile gives, gives a great Netflix package. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Verizon's Discover, my friend. We got to get Discover. I'm all about Discover. Discover. Plus. And Disney Plus it? too. Yeah. And, Dis- yeah. and Disney Plus. See that? And Hulu. Discovery. <laughs> all right. So next sponsor, Verizon Media. Let's, let's get on this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian's like, call me. Call me. <laughs> T-Mobile. They're looking for a CEO, Brian. Or did they find one after the long hair dude? Uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Siebert. Good guy. Great guy. Mike's got, an amazing yeah, guy. They got a great oh, CEO. I love him. Yeah, smart, smart. Yeah. No, they, they've been phenomenal with their branding. I agree. I, I like T-Mobile. Everybody in my family has T-Mobile except me, so I'm the oddball, you know. Hmm. But Jeff? You know, like I've said in the you know the last couple of times I've been on, when I read these articles, I look at it more as a consumer. And when I'm traveling, you know, my my first thought it should be about safety, but it's not. It's about how fast am I going to get through this airport? What time do I need to leave? Um, so it's it seems in theory that this idea could save the traveler time, and it also says that you know it could be a lot safer because it takes the human you know, the, the human element out of, you know, looking at an ID, it's a lot more effective. So, I mean, if you can, if you can deliver something that's more efficient and more effective, then shoot, I'm all for it. But I'm not one to, to worry about my privacy. I know there's a lot of people out there who are really concerned about that. I'm not one. So when I see this article, I, I just see if it can be done correctly, I see it as, you know, a positive. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, we're going to have to see how well it works, right? Let's see the kinks of it. Let's figure out what actually, what's the back end. I mean, Atlanta's the busiest airport. I just watch a documentary if people want to check it out. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, not Netflix. <laughs> so I'll throw that Netflix out there for you, Brian. So it's on Amazon Prime. Check it out. It's the world busiest airport, the Atlanta airport. You'll find stuff in there you've never imagined of the three-mile conveyor belt of where your luggage is going. <laughs> so check it out when you get a chance. Um, Alex? Yeah, I mean, I think the security aspect of it, the facial recognition. Um, and then, yeah, like Jeff said, just the convenience of getting through the airport, I think, that's the only. That's the only thing I worry about when I get to the airport is like how long I have to wait in this TSA, uh, how fast gonna go. But um, yeah, I think the convenience of getting in and out of the airport is beneficial. Yeah, well, definitely don't try the Atlanta airport. I, you know, the first time I met my wife, I started walking instead of using the train. I didn't make my flight, so <laughs> you know, definitely use the train when you get to the Atlanta airport. That's funny, <laughs> no doubt. Um. Calvin, uh, man, I'm all for anything that's 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 helps the consumer save time and, and it's convenient. I mean, it, it sounds good. It's all wonderful on paper. I just want to see it work. Um, at the end of the day, doesn't work. Um, you know, you could write all you want, but um, if it's gonna, you know, because they got to go through three scans. Yeah. Yep. Not just know, one scan. Three. That's what. I know. That's what I found too. I agree yeah. with you on that, Calvin. I, I felt, and it's like the, I don't want to throw Marriott under the 
bus, but it's a Marriott mobile key, right? Where I see that you can sign up for the digital key, but at the same time, you still got to go to the front desk to show your ID. Right. So they got to work on these things. And I always say, who's the people behind these innovations? Because we need people like Brian Esposito and Calvin Stovall and all the other panel guests on here to be the testers, (laughs) to really give them the real aspect of this. Because, you know, I think it's got to be consumer based, right? Yeah. You got to really have the end user to know that this is what needs to happen. So, oh, we have a Delta fan. They they like the idea. So yeah, I like the idea. Yeah, I like it too. But but you got it got to work, man. I I think they're trying. Um, and as long as they keep trying, then we'll figure out if it works or not, right? So I want to kind of take you guys. So before I take you guys to this, is how much do you guys love the hotel housekeeping? Do you guys all like the the hotel housekeeping? That's the not, hotel. not a good week to ask me that. Not a good week. <laughs> so were you, Stephanie, were you doing this? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> were, were you? So I will take you to this, okay? And I will tell you this, being in this industry 25 years, right? This guy is not the first person to really do this. Let me take him out of the picture and show everybody. He left, when he checked out, he left the room looking like this, okay? He organized it for pretty much housekeeping. Um, He says that he does this every time he checks out of the room. He's not the first person. I know he will not be the last person. I've seen this happen repeatedly. Um, And for the housekeepers, they're saying that, they said people are just trying to be helpful, you know, and this is why they're doing that. Um, I feel like this. His name is Dowling from UK. Said, I love to be in, I think he said something in the line of, I love to do housekeeping and I like to see my room and I want to feel like what's under the mattresses and they're checking. And I will tell you this, there's guests that carry black lights with them. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a bad move. That. You're never going to be happy. That. You're never going to be happy <laughs> with that. <laughs> and, you know, I've seen it all. I've seen it so many times, right? Um, and I've seen people lift mattresses up. Yeah. I've seen rip, take the sheets off. They're looking for stains. And some people like Dowing, they will put together the linen and Terry and organize it. I'm not one of those people. I say that I'd rather not know, you know, I will find out later in my life, whatever (laughs) happened, but I'd rather not know what is happening now with this housekeeping stuff. You know, it's just, I know the inside of the business and I'm going to leave it at that and I will... Be happy with the presentation. <laughs> and okay, that's- so so I'm going to be a thousand percent transparent. Oh man, you do the same thing. No, mine's worse. <laughs> mine's worse. You got so, the blue light. No, worse. <laughs> worse. I don't know what's worse than that. But you bring your own. Oh my. You bring God. your own sheets. 
You do. Oh, Brian, leave wow. it to you. Okay, so here's the thing. I I don't do it anymore, but when the kids were little, when the kids were little, and, and you know, in, in all fairness, we stayed in pretty nice hotels. Like there were times where, you know, you you miss an uh, airplane or there's a, there's a mechanical or something and the hotel puts you up or, you know, whatever, those times you don't have it, okay? But a, as a whole, when the kids were little, I was... I was, a, I was like, my grandmother, wherever they flew, they flew and they had sheets. And I don't know how she did it because she had six freaking kids. And so I don't know really how that whole thing happened. But for the longest time, I actually packed, my kids didn't even know that the, the hotel came with sheets because I had my own. Wow. So, wow. Um, yeah, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> I don't do it anymore, but I did do it when they were younger because I was really freaked out about, you know, what what was under the mattress. I do take beds apart before it, I, I do do that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Can we move on, Kevin? What not, do you think about this? I, I've seen worse. I can tell you wow. that, you know, I've seen, and I'm not even kidding you, people unscrewing the toilet seat and yeah. bringing it down, saying they found a spot on the toilet seat. So I've, I've seen it. I've okay, seen I haven't work. done any of that. So, wow. Thanks wow. for the idea, though. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But so I'll, I'll go to Calvin here. Calvin, I know you probably got a lot to hey, say on this. Uh, 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 man. He's still shocked right now. He's just trying to like, he's trying to process. I'm trying to process. I, he's hey, look, awesome it's, stuff. It's, awesome. I'm like this. Whatever flows people's boat, man. I, I mean, if that makes them feel comfortable or makes a person feel comfortable, do your thing. I really don't have much to say around it, mm -hmm. um, uh, because if 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 he feels like he's helping the housekeeping team, that's his that's his thing. Um, you know, yeah. personally, I would like to be able to walk in every single hotel room and know that the sheets are clean and that right. they take care. That's the ultimate experience, and that's and, the dream and right there. That's the dream, and you know, coming from the Hilton background, I mean, Hampton had a whole campaign around that. Um, making sure that yeah. your sheets were clean and all of that. So, um, and and they did it. So, I, I, I you know, I, I just think now it's a little bit more scarier because the labor thing situation, yeah. they're probably not changing them as often. I mean, there's a lot of shortcuts being taken. Um, so, hey. But now, I was just going to say that too, Calvin. You know, I, 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 think... I just think now is a scary time to be honest. I'm just keeping it real. It's probably now you might want to have a blue light. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's I like, mean, Steph, get your sheet. Get your sheet, Steph. I, I think it's, and you hit it on the nail, I think it's gotten worse because yeah. of, you know, what they call requests yeah. only. Um, yes. You know, and, and we know this is, there's got to be a consistent pattern if they're not in the industry when it comes to housekeeping. You're going to have it fall off. We don't have the inspectors like we used to. So. Yes. Yes. Um, thank you, Calvin. Brian? A couple of things. So my, my experience, uh, I do a lot of work in, in, in Arizona. I stayed at the Phoenician in Scottsdale. Beautiful facility. One of my favorites. And upon check-in, um, it's a Marriott property. Upon check-in, they told me that if you don't want housekeeping, uh, we'll give you extra points. So I took oh, the I took the I took the deal. It's a great deal. I, I, I'm you know I'm only there for a couple of nights. So I'm wondering if also his participation he earned, you know something at that hotel. The other thing is, maybe it's an OCD thing with certain people. But how do you know that when housekeeping came in, they didn't just put those same sheets back on your bed? 
That's you know, my thing. So like exactly. Uh, yeah, the human brain is amazing because I would <sighs> I would have to be if I take it that far. I would need to be sitting in the room watching them change the sheets. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so that's another thing where technology is going to come in to maybe alert people and notify them. You know, I, everything IoT, uh, we're announcing some great technologies with Nodal where there's Bluetooth tags and they can actually mm. be printed onto anything and you can keep real time data and momentum around what's happening in that room. You know, if the towels yes. are changed or the sheets are changed. So, you know, technology will help give people peace of mind. I don't know if they put cameras, anybody can bring a ring camera and set it up in the hotel room. I don't know how far they want to take it, but you know, from, from my experience the housekeeping work their ass off i respect that i respect they the do. hell out of them yeah. i try to always do what i can to take care of them acknowledge that i appreciate them uh in a hotel environment they are my least uh potential threat <laughs> to be honest with you i think they're usually proud people and work hard and they and, and they and they like their job they just want to be acknowledged and appreciated yes sir yeah, yeah. I, agree. I, I agree brian i think and I will even add to it to give you guys a little secret is ask when you check into a hotel, ask them how many pars do they have of Linden and Terry? If they have less than one and a half pars that you, you know, they're they, they and it's not housekeeping's fault. I will mm -hmm. tell you that comes to a capital investment that the hotel needs to make. If they're not making that capital investment of keeping up with their pars, then the housekeepers just have to work with what they have. Mm -hmm. I, I dealt with this, that hotel owners do not initially want to make that investment and they have to make that investment. They got to be at a three par, you know, the European systems at a five and a six par. So if they're going to keep operating at a par and a half or two pars, not enough. that stuff's not turning over quick enough. It can't be washed and dried quick enough. So you know, I feel bad. I feel very bad for these housekeepers. A lot of days, a lot of weeks, even a lot of years um, being in this industry, knowing how that has happened. So it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. But hopefully, as Brian was saying, how do we know? That's how <laughs> you would know now. Just ask how many pars. <laughs> Yeah, that's a well, tough. It's a tough job, man. I mean, I, I when I was at HM, I, I fixed beds, man, and it's and they're doing sixteen rooms. It's it's, it's not hard. easy. I I've seen housekeepers do close to 25, 26 mm -hmm. rooms on a consistent mm -hmm. pattern. So it's, tough. it's very very tough, you know. Um, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that I would go to that extremes personally but i mean there is people out there who you know they really like stephanie like you said you want everything to be peace of mind is huge so i mean i think if a brand can deliver peace of mind that's that's unreal that's a you know that's a game changer for the brand um you know going back to the to the ep opportunity it's just an opportunity to you know to tell stephanie you don't need to bring your sheets to to an ev hotel so um, thank you, Jeff. Be, thank you. If there, thank if you for acknowledging me. I feel very validated. <laughs> That's worried about that. But, um, you know, the, the expectations are set for consumers. And, uh, you know, I think all these brands have to meet those expectations. And, um, and yeah, so I don't yeah, know. And I, and, That's my. But. And I will even add to that, Jeff, thank you, um, is my vision with. EV hotel is to create the RFID system that 
kind of sets it up in the room from the laundry to the room to show the guests that their their room has been sanitized and the RFID would actually show that that with the new linen and new Terry so the tags would be on the linen and Terry so I liked what Brian said obviously Brian and I is going to have a conversation now because Brian didn't tell me he was doing that so Brian, you're in trouble again. Yeah, I got some explaining to do. <laughs> I'm just wondering, Brian, is there ever a time where you're like not in trouble? Like, has a day gone by where everybody's like in trouble oh, all the time? I mean, all the time. That's what I was thinking. I don't you're know very why. comfortable there. You're I've, super comfortable. I, I've accepted it. Yeah. yeah. He's accepted There's it. There's a great Elvis song called Trouble. I highly suggest everybody listen to it. <laughs> that should be the theme song now, Ken, whenever you open. Trouble. Yeah. It sounds like a Miley Cyrus song, Trouble. <laughs> she's an angel. Uh, Don't talk is, about her. She's, no. she's a monster angel. A monster she's angel. a monster angel. <laughs> That's her Halloween That's costume. Great. Awesome. Uh, Alex? Yeah, I think uh, I'm sure the housekeeping, like when the people take off the sheets and all that stuff, I obviously I don't go to that extreme. Um, but no, like you guys are saying, the you know being comfortable with you know, laying on those sheets and knowing they are clean is, a, uh, you know, that's, that's a big thing. Um, so the, the technology part of that would be huge. You know, if you knew they went from the washer and dryer to the, the, the bed and they are fresh sheets. Um, I think that's, a, that's a game changer in the peace of mind of getting in that bed, knowing you got clean sheets to lay on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I, I always say that if there's something that needs to be done in this industry is to give the guest peace of mind, right? So, and I think we are going to do that at EV. I mean, I've thought about, it and I, I think that people that know me, I've really focused on the laundry operations of the brand um, where we don't need to physically do laundry on site. Um, also, how do we replenish the linen and terry that it's reusable and some are reusable, disposable. So every day it would be disposed. And that's where we dispose it with new inventory coming in on a daily basis or having an offsite where they pick up and laundry's done every day. I think just having this done in-house will never be effective and giving the guests a peace of mind. So that's kind of where I am with that aspect of it. But so let's, Let's kind of move on. Um, we had this one piece. I know we're over time as well. So I'm going to kind of skip through a few of the things here. But I did want to talk about this one piece. And then we'll, we'll quickly talk about this. And we can kind of go through it and kind of get everybody's thoughts maybe in a minute or so. Is a lawsuit against... Ho big hotel chains allowing sex trafficking. Uh, this piece was actually with Hilton, Marriott, and Wyndham as they it's stating that they turn a blind eye onto this piece itself. And what I think about this, and I, I'm just not going to really go too much into this piece, is that one thing we need to change as a whole, this is not a blame on the brands or any particular hotel i think we just need more emphasis on this um we need better training being in this industry for 25 years 
I could tell you internally um, on a property level, whether I was an executive, a CEO in New York City, and even working as a GM years ago, and even as a regional director of operations or VP of operations, we've never had anything that we put it into a training manual. We've never advised our entry-level employees to look at it this way. How do you detect it? It just happened literally three years ago. Three years ago, hotels were required to go through this one-hour training program. That's it. Go get the certification, call it a day, and that's over with. And nothing after that happens. And this is a very big topic. I know Catherine Coning, one of our board members with Surf Request, she runs a nonprofit that really focuses on how to help with human trafficking. So thank you, Catherine, for all your hard work with that. And, you know, I think she's really pushing this. She's also the Nevada Hotel and Lodging Association board member. So she really pushes that over there as well. I think we need a very big focus. I saw one of the lawsuits now of a guest with the Cambria Suites in Washington, D.C., where I felt like when I was reading that, I felt like there was a setup of some sort going on there. And it's horrible. It's horrible to see that because I've known of a lot of bad things happening in these hotels, right? And I think we have employees that are scared to talk about it. We have people that are not taking action and we need better action with it. And I think this is going to, it's going to play a very big part when we put, um, you know, I, uh, what's Jesus stripe stripe came out with a verification ID. I've added that beta program into our software called EV human. So I've already added, I was a, one of that of the first five people to go into that beta. So I'm happy to do that. I, I feel like everybody needs to get up on that and add verification ID programs into their softwares to even expedite this whole aspect of human trafficking. But I'll, I'll go to Jeff first, what you feel just 60 seconds or less, Jeff, nothing big. Yeah. Um, human trafficking is, a much bigger issue than maybe the general population would think. Um, it goes on all over the world. Um, and it, it really is. It's, it's a huge issue, um, not just in our country, but all over. And I think um, if there's a way to, you know, to help people out, to help identify if something might be going on, then, then I'm all for it. Um, I don't know what that solution is, but I know that, uh, you know, as an industry, there can be, more done to prevent it. Um, but I also know that it's also a huge, um, it's hard to, to go up to and just accuse someone of doing that if you don't know what's going on. So there, there really is a, it's a hard balance between, you know, kind of, kind of prying and making sure nothing, you know, illegal or something terrible is going on. So, um, kind of speaking out of both sides of my mouth there, but, um, there, there's work to be done, you know, not just in the in the hospitality industry, but, you know, in every industry, just what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I always have that fear factor, right? Like, I would say, especially having a young daughter, I, I'm always feared about that aspect. So, you know, and that's it's the toughest thing to live in fear. But 
you know, that's kind of what we have to live it with. But Stephanie. So obviously this is a, you know, much bigger, much, much bigger subject than, than 60 seconds. I would just say, mm-hmm. you know, people over everything. So, you know, people over everything, training and talent over everything, developing your talent. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, I, I think I'm almost positive it was United Airlines a couple years ago where a flight attendant actually recognized something um, on an airplane um, of, a, of, a, of a young girl being trafficked. Um, I, I think for me, Kim, this, I, having two daughters now that are adults, uh, 25 and 26, um, I think, you know, I would talk about it with them and we would have conversations about it. But I think until it happened right where we were, we were in, in Los Gatos, like San Jose area, Silicon Valley, and papers, you know, 13 girls from this school, which was their sister school, were taken you know, Alameda County, San Francisco, they are put and actually like in shipyards. I think once you actually take a step back and you actually look at the stories that are happening, when you see these little girls getting drugged and put into containers, and then you see where they're housed, they're most of the time housed in hotels. I think it was 80%. So oh, when yes. you take so when you take a step back and you actually take a minute to understand the story, one hour in training your talent on how to notice it or what are warning signs or what are things that you can do or, you know, not to panic and not to freak out. One hour is just so incredibly insufficient. Right. Exactly. And and I would tell you this and, you know, I'm going to kind of send a very clear message right now. I know my legal team is not going to like this, but. You know, I'm obviously going to state this is that the clear message is even to my own community that owns motels. You know what I mean? Don't turn a blind eye. Right. I mean, there's no reason for you to turn a blind eye. I mean, this is it's a very serious matter. And the reason I say this and why this hits me even harder than any other subject is because I had a cousin that it happened to. So to the fact, it took us 19 months to find her, you know, I mean, it was a tough time. So I tell people that you got, everybody has to take this very seriously. It has to be taken seriously. Just imagine if it's your own son or your own daughter that it could happen to. Mm -hmm. So Alex. Yeah, it's obviously a very serious subject. And Jeff and I had a teammate that did worked with an organization that um, tried to stop human trafficking and just hearing a presentation on it and the, the numbers and, um, you know, I wasn't aware that it was happening that much around right around us. And, you know, they talk about the Super Bowl too, like that's a big time for human mm-hmm. trafficking and, you know, and then the hotel part of it, that's where they're being, that's where they put them, you know, initially. And, it's like, you know, the training needs to be increased. How do, you know, how do we do that? Um, you know, and if you could save one life through an extra training session, you know, that's, that's well worth the, the time that, um, the time that you need to put into it. Yeah, absolutely, Alex. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I mean, I've never told that story ever to anybody, but this kind of is my clear message that we need to do more. We absolutely have to do more. Uh, Brian? Yeah, uh, awful subject. It's been going on for probably the beginning of bad people. Uh, so we're, we're heavily involved in this space. Uh, Ken, you, you've seen the Child Angel product, product where yeah. we have the wearables to keep children safe. 
There's a hotel angel concept. Andrew Purcell, also his son went missing, uh, who's the CEO of Child Angel, and he created this incredible Intel uh, partnership with a, an amazing wearable for tracking and locating. Uh, and we want to do the same thing in the hotel environment or any environment where there's a crowd of people where you can keep people safe. Uh, also, we have a technology called SMB Verified, where Callower, amazing entrepreneur, created a patent on verifying online that you are actually speaking with the person that you think you're speaking with. You know, a lot of the times these these children are tar targeted through social media. And uh, but one one thing which was uh, kind of awful when I was reading that Cambria article, I didn't understand that story. Uh, now I understand there was an issue at that hotel. But at the end of the story, the woman gladly accepted a refund and took another room. Now, if I was getting attacked or almost kidnapped or abducted right. or whatever in, in, a, in a building, there is no way in hell I'm going to just be okay go, going down the hall. I get freaked out if there's the lights are going off and on. And I'm wondering yeah. if it's so yep. uh, that that's story. And then her family was online leaving immediate like reviews. I mean, that was... Stories like that discredit the need. Now, right. it's unfortunate that hospitality flags are going to be the target. You know, a, a child gets abducted in a Walmart parking lot doesn't mean that what Walmart's um, participated in that or, or that they were the reason for it. But, you know, their name gets dragged into it. So the, mm -hmm. I think it boils down to the culture in, in that building or in that hotel. If people love their job and they love their environment and they love the people that they work with. If they see anything wrong, even if it's simple, they're going to want to speak about it and correct it. Just like in their community, if they love their community and their neighborhood and, and something's out of norm that they're not happy with, or they're not comfortable with, they speak up. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I do believe it's going to be creating an exceptional culture in hotels or, or any, any hospitality situation where people feel that they want to keep it safe because for their own benefit too they want to go to a place where they they feel safe um mm -hmm. so you know those are my my couple of takes on that mm -hmm. yeah i i and i would even add on to that brian is to tell you i i think it is very unfair for the brands to be punished for this aspect but you know i think it's also the other way is that they need to be in charge of creating better programs and they need to also understand that if choice has a roadway <laughs> And if they have a Cambria, the roadway is going to be obviously the hotel that this is more going to happen at than the Cambria, right? So how do we how do we put a program together that fits into both? So, and I think they've had a difficult time. And I'm not only picking on Choice, but I mean all the brands. I think them implementing uh, probably a wide program enough that all the staff and team members understand it. Uh, Calvin. Uh, I mean, I, I really can't add much to that. I think the training is the biggest, the biggest thing and in, in, in helping people understand. If you see something, say something. Um, yeah, and, and I, I think we have to press that. I, yeah. I mean, you're right on, Calvin. I, I, and you know that <laughs> mm -hmm. the industry has to press it a lot about that subject, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, like right. what Brian was saying, there are people, just like what Brian's saying, that they can take advantage of the system. Yeah. They take mm -hmm. advantage of a lot of systems, whether it right. be housekeeping, bed bugs, number one. Whatever, you know? Right, right. You know, right. I mean, it's uh, it happens all day. It happens yeah. all day. But I think this is where we have to notice it, right? Like we have right. to. Know. We got to see it. And another thing that you know, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Ken. Oh no, go go ahead. No, no, I was saying I was just gonna add 
another thing that was in there that was, and I knew this already that I think in that article it said 40, 40% of the people that are, are black women or girls. Um, yeah, that's wow. crazy. That is, that is, that hit me. I mean, I knew, but when you see it in, on writing and, and the other part of it is that unfortunately you don't really hear in the media about the black girls or the black women that are, are get trafficked like that. It just doesn't happen, you, you know? And, and, and so I, I just, I just, you know, all I want, I don't want it to happen to any woman, but just knowing that it's my race and it's happening to like that, I just wanted to have at least that equal level of elevation of importance is regardless of race, because you really don't hear that, that that happens to black girls all the time in the media. You don't. And yeah, right. and I, I, and I just want to add to that. Sorry to interrupt you, Calvin, but I just want to add to that is I was very shocked by that. I was extremely shocked that even I showed that article to my wife because she's in the hospitality industry too. And, right. and I was showing that to her and she's like, wow, that's shocking. You know, um, never would think that that number would be that high. Right. Yes. I, yes. it just didn't make sense to me. I don't, it just didn't make sense to me at all, but yeah, well, Let's get away from the sad yeah, faces. Yeah, we got to go back. <laughs> get away from the sad faces. So the last piece, I thought this was so funny. I read all 50 of them, um, oh of the 50 hotels that failed so badly. And oh, my God. It was so funny, man. You know, I, I know you guys probably had your own number. I, I had my own number. I... <laughs> I had like few of them, but I had to go with this one. And it was number seven was the worst one is the Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? Like, why would you put this? I'm like, I had that one written down too, man. Yeah. I'm like, do you want me to, I, I first thought it that came to my mind was that, do you really think I'm going to sleep with the matrix? You know, did you really think I was going to sleep with the Matrix? I don't know. It's uh, and the whole pillow didn't match up with anything. Like it was all white. And then you put him like right in the middle, <laughs> you know. Oh my God. But I, I thought that was hilarious. And but a lot of the other stuff, I seen the toilet paper on the sink. Like you did, you could not find a toilet paper holder, <laughs> you know. And then did you guys see the one where... The furniture is on the top of the L nah, the entrance. Yeah. Yes. I was like, who designed something like this? How do you even get up there? So I don't know. What did you guys pick? Which which number did you guys have? Oh man. My mine was the toilet paper. That was the mine the toilet paper on the counter. Me too. I was yeah, that was, was just it, did you guys have that? I mean, let's take our audience through yeah. some of them so they, they actually can I was see number 14, it. I think. Mine was number was, number two, the the ashtray. Um, oh, yours was two, Brian. This one, oh, yeah. I mean, that that just adds insult to injury of how what's going on there. Like that doesn't make any sense. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was seven. Then this was eight. I saw this in a hotel office. They said this is where the comments go. On <laughs> <laughs> the shredder. <laughs> and then who said I like twelve? The one. I like the one in Bangkok too. That Bangkok. That, is that, is that oh, number forty. Yeah, that no alcohol, no eating, yeah. beer for one person. <laughs> awesome. This one said, "I'm thinking, 
I'm beginning to think our hotel in Cambodia was a little dishonest <laughs> on the flyer. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the one I was saying. Uh, my hotel had a sitting area with no possible way to access it. That's crazy. I was like, how did they even get the furniture up there? <laughs> but <laughs> and I, I think who said twelve? Did someone say twelve? Fourteen was the toilet paper 14? one. Yeah. The one with the toilet paper that was far away from the toilet. That yeah, was, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> this thing, man, I don't want to see that mirror. Uh yeah, this is what I'll yeah, look yeah. at look at look at where the toilet paper is. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah. where's why couldn't they find a holder, right? And then this was the hotel name. Um, they received this in the mail. The word, oh, that's just yeah, yeah. So gross. <laughs> Not all hotels are created equal. No. Yes. yes, I love this. Actually, I have to tell you, I just said, I was like, man, this is so cool that they actually put a toilet paper in a showcase. <laughs> <laughs> Ta -da! Oh. <laughs> I, I thought that was phenomenal. I think yeah. we're gonna have to have them post this on <clears throat> that whole piece on LinkedIn and probably show get it up there. So great, great show, guys. Um, thank you for your spending your hour and a half with me here. Uh great panel, great insights. Uh, look forward to having you guys on again. I know we've got the regulars, Stephanie, Brian, and Calvin. Then Jeff usually joins every other week. Alex, we love to have you back on again. Um, you were phenomenal as well. Um, sorry. Appreciate to, it. Yeah, I know we we were gonna be best friends, but then I I put in that New York Giants in there. The loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, I he threw salt in my uh, my wound that wasn't healed. Yet. Yeah. But it's hey, okay. Ken, have an incredibly, incredibly special dinner tonight. I hope you have amazing memories. Who, yes. me? Yeah, you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean. I like, who, yeah, me? Yeah, you. No, Ken. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's, it's going gonna be to. Great. Yeah, I mean, if I have that <laughs> dinner, I guess. <laughs> if your wife is not super mad. Super mad, super mad. She's super mad right now. I got about like nice. 10 missed calls while I was doing the show. Yikes. So. Good, luck with all, good luck with all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Happy, we'll, birthday. We'll, Happy birthday. We'll, we'll handle it the Happy hospitality birthday, way. <laughs> you know, we'll handle it the hospitality way. So we'll, we'll figure that out. But, you know, you guys have an amazing, amazing weekend. Um, everyone, if you're traveling, safe travels. Happy Halloween to you guys with your kids right. as well. Thank you. And family, you. I look forward to, and we want to thank our new sponsor, uh, CCC, as well as Surf Request. And this show has been powered by EV Hotel. We look forward to seeing you guys again next week. Actually, no next week. Sorry. I am not going to be around next week. So uh, we will see you guys in two weeks. Two weeks. We will be back for the 26th episode. So we will see you guys in two weeks. Thank you, everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you, Alex. Bye, guys. Nice to meet Take you guys. Care. Thanks. Bye -bye.